All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Up in the morning and out to school. In December last year, the Independence Missouri School District voted to shorten the school week to four days. Students attending classes Tuesday through Friday every week starting in the fall of 2023. Currently, more than 140 school districts across Missouri are utilizing a shortened week, mostly in rural areas. And that's an increase of more than 100 schools in four years. How do schools implement a four-day system and who does it help? Joining us is Dr. John Turner, Missouri State University. Professor of Counseling, Leadership, and Special Education. His research agenda focuses on the implementation of the four-day school week in public schools and the challenges rural schools face. He spent 25 years as a teacher and administrator in rural public schools in Missouri. Dr. Turner, welcome to KMOX. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Great to have you. 140 school districts, but this is really only 10% of the student population across the state. So the question is, is this a trend? or just a minor blip in Missouri? Where are we? Well, you know, I think it's definitely a trend, and I I, I think uh, recent things that have happened here in the last couple of years, including the pandemic, may have accelerated it. You know, when I retired from the public schools eight years ago, we only had 25 four-day school week districts in the state of Missouri, and it was sort of a curiosity. And as you mentioned, it was primarily almost always in very small rural school districts. But over the last eight years, as you've seen these numbers explode, and my current projection is we're at 146 of the 518 school districts in the state of Missouri. So again, we're over 25% now in the four-day week. But as you mentioned, the numbers are only about 10% of the student population. So it does show you that it's still primarily a small rural school district phenomenon. I would imagine that there are some students who say, yay, four days a week, but parents (laughs) have a different reaction. Can we get to the why of it all? Is this about the unavailability of teachers? Well, it definitely is, and I think that's the most recent explosion here. I sort of look at it in three phases. You know, those early adopters, the first adopter was Lathrop up in northwest Missouri 13 years ago, and and they were the first one to take it on board. And those early adopters, it was about money. It was about saving a little bit. But, again, these were the smallest rural school districts. And so when you have a a small rural school district and a large geographic size, saving transportation, running those buses one less day can be a considerable amount of money. And, and, you know, and you also save some additional funds somewhere else. That first generation was all about money. Then you see the second generation come along, and they were sort of about keeping up with the Joneses because those first first adopters were now stealing teachers from, from uh, the five-day districts uh, neighboring to them. And so, so you, you saw that second generation, again, trying to keep up with those early adopters. But this latest phase, the ones especially a year leading into the pandemic and since the pandemic, it is all about the job market. Market. As I'm sure you all talking about the job market nationwide, you know, currently the unemployment rates, the lowest it's been since the 1960s and the competition for all employees, not just teachers, but custodians, cooks, bus drivers, everybody that we have to have in schools to operate is so hard now that that there's no doubt 
that what's driving this latest surge is all about competing for for high quality employees. Taking a look into the crystal ball here, do you see more suburban big districts and metropolitan areas make this switch? I mean, as most people know, listening to this show right now, Independence is not rural. I mean, that is a big <laughs> suburb of Kansas City. Well, you know, again, when when we had when we had currently we're at 146, and KMOX didn't call me until Independence did it. So you know that shows a little bit. About <laughs> that got our attention. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when when you look at the list of the 146, a lot of those school districts that are on there are ones that uh, you know people just don't recognize. Those of us that spend a lot of time in rural areas do, but but you know it, it's off the radar. But you know when when Independence does it, the hometown of Harry Truman with over 14,000 students, now it does definitely get attention. And there is no doubt since uh, independence adoptions, now I'm getting people that are calling me that have told me in the past, we'll never go to the four-day week. But now that they hear that, now they, they, they say, well, maybe things have changed here. And again, it, it is driven by, uh, in large part, by that, that retaining and recruiting high quality, not only teachers, but like I said, bus drivers and cooks and all sorts of people, that the job market is just so tight now that a lot of people that would have said we would never do it now are doing it. And, and Independence is just one of those examples. And because of their size and because people know where they're at on the map, let's just say there's a lot, lot of larger school districts that are now saying maybe there is an opening here that, that, that we can think outside the box uh, on the way that we create our school calendar. So we should be clear that the, the hours per week that students are getting doesn't change. So the four-day week that the each day is longer, you've studied it long enough to see whether or not it's good for students, good for teachers, good for parents. Is the learning on par? Yeah, well, and it is a tricky thing to do, and I appreciate you mentioning that that's one of the misconceptions I always have to make sure I clear up with people. Like you said, since the very beginning in the state of Missouri, if you adopted the four-day week, you had to maintain the same number of instructional hours, and most of those districts do that by lengthening the school day, maybe 30 minutes, but at some districts, they actually add additional days on at the end of the year. But again, you have to maintain the same amount of instructional time between the teacher and the student when you make that transition. So, so, but when you look at academics, it's so tricky because the numbers have been growing so fast in the state of Missouri, and we've gone through several revisions of the MAP test, the state standardized test that, that assesses student performance. We've gone through several revisions in that time, and so it's been hard to track. So we often look to other states. Every state west of the Mississippi allows the four-day school week as an option. And in some of those Mountain West states, for example, Colorado, Colorado now over 60% of the school districts in Colorado are on the four-day week. So in other parts of the country, the four-day week is very, very common. And so I often look to those states to see how academic, has played, academic performance has played out even as far back as the 1970s. And what I tell people is, you know, the one thing that is clear is that it's not very clear <laughs> to the extent that there are a number of studies out there that show that there might be a, sl a slight decrease. There are many out there that show that there's no impact one way or the other. And my gut feeling on this after looking at it over all these years and being in so many of the districts is it's all about how the fifth day is used. 
if that fifth day, which is traditionally the day off for a student on a four-day school week district, that fifth day is used for a lot of professional development, collaboration time, looking at scores and de designing interventions that are going to play out in the school week the rest of the week, then obviously that collaboration time and professional development with staff can have a positive impact on learning and instruction. And some school districts, I'll, I'll, I'll pull out, for example, New Bloomfield, there's uh, Jefferson City in Columbia. New Bloomfield runs a program called the uh, Monday Academy, where students that are struggling academically, maybe in reading and mathematics, well, those students still come in on the fifth day a couple of times a month for targeted intervention that they may not get on a traditional five-day week that they're getting special attention when they go to the four-day week. So again, when you look at academic performance, I say it's complicated. And, and again, if you look at the nationwide look at it, it again, there's no clear picture of has positive or a strong positive or strong negative. I'd say it's, it's probably slight either way. And again, my, my focus is more on what's happening on that fifth day as far as professional development and other opportunities for instruction that are difficult to do in a traditional five-day week. Well, I foresee a lot of discussion and and coverage of this topic moving forward, and therefore we're going to stay in touch with Dr. John Turner, Missouri State University Professor of Counseling, Leadership, and Special Education. Thank you for being with us on KMOX this morning. Great. Thank you. You all have a good week. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.